Hey, beautiful mama, and welcome to Bell and Beyond. I'm your podcast host, Katie, a mama of one little legend, Hunter, and we have been on the most wild health journey ever. My son was born and diagnosed with a cleft lip, and I want to share with you how I was empowered through it all. This podcast is for mums or soon-to-be mums and dads. Feel free to jump in too. It's a place to debunk the many motherhood myths that leave us feeling confused, lost, and misguided. I want you, mama, to walk away from every episode feeling empowered and educated to make choices that feel right for you and your family. My heart is to see mamas connecting back to their roots and being exposed to ancient wisdom with modern day education. I'll be bringing you open and real conversations around topics we are not talking about enough with people passionate about seeing you, mama, thrive from the belly and beyond. Today's episode is with the lovely Erin from Lapuro. I met Erin online last year and let's be honest, that's where we meet some of the greatest women these days. And I fell in love with her organic whole foods frozen purees. You are going to hear so much today how this gorgeous mama from America moved to Australia, saw the gap in baby food and has created Australia's best organic baby purees. I am a chef by trade and there is so much more that goes into these purees than you would ever think. Dietitian approved, balanced with fruits and vegetables packed with all the good fats. Erin is sweet, smart, and actually pregnant with her second one. So she's got all of her own baby le puree journey on the horizon too. You're going to absolutely love this. She's going to unveil the truth about the baby food industry, what's really on our shelves, what's really in it, the nutritional value, and how she can bring to you a product that's seamless, easy, frozen, and actually packed with the most amazing goodness ever. So please enjoy this episode. And I can't wait for you to hear more from Erin. Hi, Erin. Thanks for joining us today. Um, so you're amazing. You've created <laughs> Le Puree, which is a baby food frozen delivered service to mums of all parts of their journey and story. You've come from America. Yes. (laughs) You've launched this business. Tell us, tell us a little bit about you. What was your background? What led you to Australia and your whole journey with watching La Puree? So I always like to say, I feel like my entire career path has led me to this point in creating Le Puree. I've worked the last 10 years in medical sales. So I've worked with physicians, doctors, nurses, and educating them on different types of products. Um, And I spent a lot of those years in pediatrics. So I sold pediatric formula for a nutrition company for children that had severe food allergies, malnutrition, malabsorption. So I have a very, very good understanding about how important nutrition is and also how it affects parents, especially of young children that have special needs in nutrition. Yeah, it's big. And it was like you got to see things that maybe other people aren't exposed to and you got to see the really hard side of feeding where it's not joyful and it's not exciting and it's actually really draining and there's a lot of pressure. Um, So that that experience has basically led you to create change, right? And be a exactly. support for moms. Yeah. And especially, you know, when I was working in that aspect of my career, I wasn't a mom. So I was always, you know, working in children's hospitals and understanding what these parents are going through. It's sometimes hard to understand until you actually become a mother and you realize how many pressures there are out there and you want to do your best. And sometimes what they say is the best option isn't your option. So 
um, even moving to Australia. And I knew that I wanted to get back into work and I was interviewing to go back to my prior career in medical sales. I was just overwhelmed and I didn't have a child that had severe food allergies or other challenges. So um, I think just having that experience and then understanding motherhood really propelled me in creating a company that was just another source to make life easier for parents. I love that. And it's true. The initiation to motherhood is like people can try and explain it to you, but you don't fully get it until you go through it. And actually then experience your own feeding journey, daughter. So you had your daughter, the puree launched at what age was she? So um, interesting story. I had my daughter in America. My husband, he's Australian and we lived in America, but he works for an Australian bank. And then he was offered an opportunity here while I was about six months pregnant. So we had to make a lot of life changes very quickly. So we moved here when my daughter was eight weeks old. So I had to learn to adjust to living in Australia still contemplating if I was going to go back to my career in medical sales. And then just the compounding, you know, pressure of becoming a new mom, I was breastfeeding, which I found challenging personally, and then sleep training, it just seems all was happening at once. Um, But one thing I knew I always wanted to do was to make my daughter fresh baby food, because I had a lot of background in nutrition. And what was available in the supermarket wasn't an avenue I really wanted to go down, but I just couldn't do it. It was, it was too much time. It was, I didn't realize like you think, Oh, blending up a smoothie that takes two seconds. But when you're blending every meal, steaming, chopping, getting the right ingredients, it's just a lot, especially compiled with, if you're going back to work, breastfeeding, and that's not to mention any other challenges you might be having with your child. So how many years ago did you launch the puree? So I would say it took about a year to come up with all of our recipes, handle operational logistics, work with dietitians just to make sure we had a very nutritionally sound menu. Um, Yeah, so it's probably been about a year and a half since I've launched the concept. But six months we've been online that it's available to order, but it's been a year and a half in the making. And basically, from my own understanding and research, there isn't very many people doing what you're doing. And the only access to baby food really that's easy is in squeezies uh, with a long shelf life, obviously just in Coles and Woolies, and some of them say organic or whole foods or (laughs) well-sourced, which is a bit of greenwashing. Um, But basically you, you found a gap in the market and you've created a product to really support mums on their feeding journey, their first foods feeding journey, which as we all know is actually really daunting and can be quite scary, the whole gagging thing, what do they eat, allergies, all of that. So tell us when was like that turning point for you when you were like, there's actually nothing out there that's nutritionally sound and you just were like, right, we've got to launch something to support mums. So um, it was actually a pretty big moment. I remember my daughter was about six months old and um, my husband was asked to go back to America 
to do some work and I was very homesick. I was like, I think I need to go back, refresh. Like, I don't know if I want to go back into medical sales, but I've always had a passion of doing something on my own, but I just wasn't sure what it was. And at the time, my mother-in-law was preparing all my baby food. So (laughs) I say that I was sitting, I wasn't sitting home preparing it, but being able to go into my freezer and have all this pre-made baby food had changed my life at that particular moment because it was one less thing that I needed to worry about. And I said to myself, if this is something that has helped me so much to outsource, especially when you don't have like a lot of family and friends around to help you, if I could just provide moms with clean, healthy, fresh food that they can just go in their freezer and grab and they don't have to worry about there's a lot of bad information coming out about what's available on the supermarket and is is it is what it say it was it what it says it is. Um, I said, you know what, I'm going to make this my mission and create this company so parents not only can rely on people to help them, but a service that will really, really help them. <laughs> And tell us a little bit about what they are discovering in these squeezies. I know there's been quite a few posts going up on your Instagram and I've been seeing other people sharing about it. It's around these different toxicity levels in there and certain heavy metals and chemicals that they're exposing. Tell us a bit about that. So there are a lot of misconceptions when it comes to our babies and nutrition. So History shows that a lot of us think about, or when we ask our parents, what did you feed us? Many of them had resorted to the jars. And depending on what culture you're from, some had just served the same food that they were eating, maybe chopped up a little bit. There are a lot of different ways you can feed your baby. The problem is, is that as baby food became easily accessible and baby food manufacturing companies found that, wow, this is really helping moms. This is an amazing market. We can definitely find faster, cheaper, and easy ways to make baby food accessible for parents. Like, let's do it. So what they do is they take food. It's almost like the canned food process and they heat it to these high levels. They call it high heat pasteurization, basically to disinfect it. Um, But the problem is with that process is that you lose a ton of key vitamins and nutrients in that heating process. But the benefit is, is that it can last on a supermarket shelf for at least two years. So when you're thinking about who has the best interest in here, in this situation, it's really not your child. It's the supermarket and these big manufacturing companies that are mass producing baby food, creating it to be long lasting. But you will find that many of them don't give you the macro and micronutrients of what vitamins are in them because they don't hit the standards to be able to do that. So um, this information was very big in America and there were a lot of emerging companies and parents that demanded to have an alternative option and have fresh baby food options. But What I found in Australia, it hadn't really happened yet. And I did find a few small companies, but it's a challenging business to scale. Like if you don't have the machinery and you want to choose the right products, it's not easy. But we've worked really hard to make it affordable, also nutritionally sound by working with nutritionists and dietitians to have the right ingredients and really debunk a lot of misconceptions when it comes to baby food, because we all think very plain, or we used to think, you know, very palatable, plain foods, but we're finding that the more you expose your baby to in the first 1000 days of life, this can set up their 
eating habits for the rest of their life. So I think now more than ever, especially in a world where diabetes is on the rise, heart disease is on the rise, it starts with our kids. And if we can teach them the right nutrition early, and this is as early as even when you're pregnant, you can really make a dramatic change in their lifespan. It's just amazing. I love it. And it's so true. And the first thing that's popping into my mind as well as when you see mums that are going from one place to the other and it is so easy just to grab those squeezies and put it in your bag because you're on the run and you're thinking like, I don't have time to get up in the morning and prep all my food and put in containers. But what I really loved about your product, which I discovered as soon as I got my first box, was you guys have created not only this really cute, amazing environmental bib, but you've also got the reusable squeezies. And I figured out I could just pop my frozen puree cube in my squeezy and use, it's like like a Ziploc at the bottom and put it in the fridge to defrost because it's mum's yep. listing out there so much better to frost in the fridge than on the bench because on the bench is where you can grow bacteria yes. um in the fridge is so much better the night before so you just pop it in there and then in the morning you just grab your squeezy and go literally of the same way you would grab your squeezy from the shop the so you've solved that you've so, you've solved that whole problem for mums yes. as well and I loved it I had all my squeezies and I was obviously got my first box when I was down um in southern New South Wales on a holiday at Christmas time and we had the squeezes in the car and I could just give him the squeezy and I knew who's getting all his nutritional needs and I felt really good about it but I obviously had the ease and convenience so I feel like you guys have not just solved the problem (laughs) but you've, you've solved more than just the problem do you know what I'm saying and I love that so in that first 1000 days you've obviously with a dietitian approved menu, you've handcrafted a variety of different recipes that are on a rotation to have that variety of fruits and vegetables and grains and fats. Tell us a little bit about what goes into preparing for that and and how you've managed to actually do all of the rainbow of fruits and vegetables. So I think one of the most important things when you're starting your baby on solids is variety. And it's not just variety in the types of food, it's the different textures that you're serving them. The more that you can expose your baby to before they're basically two years old, the less likely they're going to be picky eaters. So when we were creating how we were gonna launch this concept, I wanted to make sure we had enough variety in ingredients. Also, we wanted to try to purchase our produce seasonally because we know seasonal fruits, veggies, they just taste better. Um, And especially since we went the 100% organic route, it's much more accessible. So having recipes that we can use in a particular month where broccoli is just growing and we can support local farmers, that was really important to us. Um, And then also including a little bit of good fat, oils and spices can help really bring flavor to food. A lot of parents think, oh, I don't want to use any spices, but adding a little bit can really help develop some of the flavors of the fruits and veggies. And good fats also help absorb the micro and macronutrients in our vegetables. So It's definitely unique compared to many of the other baby foods that you would see on the market. But I think that the more research that's going into baby food and what we're feeding our children, we're finding out that there are a lot less restrictions than you would think. Um, Mm. And then obviously we 
don't include any preservatives, any salt, sugar, high fructose, anything in our food. And we use nature's preservative, which is freezing it. A lot of times parents, you know, will make a fresh batch of food and it will only last in the refrigerator for a few days. But sometimes it could take a baby 10 to 15 times to enjoy that particular food. So we wanted to make it in portion sizes that you can slowly get them used to certain flavors. You can mix the cubes and just make it really easy to just heat up and serve and even bring on the go when you need it. It's amazing. I love it. It's so true. And I love that when I was exploring these cubes with Hunter, I got to see which ones he liked and which ones were his favorites. And then yeah. people can also request those ones each week as well, can't they? Yes. They can request some of the ones that are their favorites for their kids. So we have two options. We have a subscription base, which gives two meal plans. So we have a 12 meal plan and a 24 meal plan. And then we also have an a la carte menu. And the reason why is because I draw a lot of um, from my own experience. And I think some people don't like to subscribe to things unless they know they love it. And this is something that they're going to use all the time. And there are a lot of children that also might have an intolerance to something or they love a particular blend. So a parent wants to order more of that. So we wanted to provide options for both parents. So we have our 24 meal plan is probably our most robust plan. So basically we rotate the menu and we've worked with dietitians to make a basic a meal plan rotation where they get maximum exposure to different ingredients and they don't have to think about it. Every two weeks they get six different recipes and they can trial whatever they like. And some babies eat all of them and they love them. And then some find, you know what, this is not really working. My baby really is gravitating towards these. So we have an a la carte option so they can choose whenever they want. Or if they just need a top up for the week and it's gonna, they know it's going to be a busy week, that they can do that as well. So you guys literally have everything. You've got an option yeah. <laughs> for everyone in every situation. People can just try it, see if it works. They can fall in love with it and have it yeah. on a reoccurring um, delivery. And it's just there, ready to go, don't have to think, which as we know, and I think you've experienced as well, the first child you can have a lot of fears but also be quite motivated but then as the second and third one comes along you get busier and busier going back to work could look different um you're maybe not super zoomed in and focused on maybe the third baby's nutrients every single meal and you've got a lot going on like it's full I can't even imagine you have one and it's like my head spinning so that (laughs) I really love for the ease of maybe the motivations worn off a little bit about the baby's first foods by the third child and you're like I just need good food reliable whatever's available (laughs) and convenient I think convenience the really key word for you in a busy a busy society Hey, gorgeous mama, this is just a quick ad break because I would love to share with you. I put together a little mini recipe book, a little ebook for you mamas out there to play around with and experiment with some recipes. And I've also included some of Erin's amazing, the puree purees into my recipes, which make things so easy and simple and fun. So jump over to my Instagram at bellyandbeyond underscore and check out the link in my bio. You're going to love this quick and easy first foods ebook. 
other thing that I really loved and my experience from your product is that a lot of the food can end up on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And what I found really powerful is as I was allowing Hunter to explore different things in the form of sticks and the baby led weaning experience, a lot of it would end up on the floor and he could get to the end of the meal and not have actually eaten that much food, especially that many nutrients. So I would, and I think I posted about it the other day, I shared a little tip. I let him play around for him to think that he was in control and had to hold all these vegetables and did what he wanted. But at the end, I defrosted my cubes. I knew that he was getting all the nutrients in that puree and I finished the meal with the puree. So we, we both kind of won, you know, like we both kind of got the benefit of that. He wasn't like, mom, I'm done with the purees. And then the other thing that I've been really finding, which I think maybe might be a myth around purees as well, especially in the baby led weaning world, as they're getting older and they want that independence, that then maybe there's no point in purees or why would I buy purees when they want to feed themselves? Well, I really enjoyed turning your purees into beautiful meals. And I've actually found it so easy because I don't then have to go and do a whole step of making the puree to put it in the food, like omelets or muffins or putting your cubes straight into like some mints and not having to do all the vegetable side of things like it's actually been a really great step in a really simple cooking process so tell us a little bit about how you also see your purees for older kids not just like the six seven month stage yes so I think a lot of parents ask especially like do you believe in baby led weaning versus purees and yes we make purees because purees take a long time to make and it's not easy and many parents especially new parents they're doing both today they're offering finger foods and they're also serving purees and we always say puree is also a texture that you want your baby to get used to and that's why we've created three different textures to really help develop that as well Um, but I think it's also important to keep those. So it's funny, like even with my daughter, she's two years old now and their palates change. You will notice after one, they start becoming more decisive about what they want to eat. They (laughs) gravitate towards different flavors. When you're running after a toddler, you're probably not slaving over the stove, cooking these amazing vegetable dishes that you would love. And what you've done, and I found so many moms are doing with toddlers is they're using our cubes and incorporating it into, say, we have a banana pumpkin blend. They're making banana pumpkin pancakes. So instead of just offering an ordinary pancake, they're making a banana pumpkin, which is amazing. There's so many nutrients in that. Um, or they're throwing it in their smoothies because toddlers love smoothies. And if you can throw in a cube of kale mixed with something and some fruit, it will definitely add that nutritional value. And bolognese, they're, they're, we didn't realize how versatile the cubes were, but we have a very close community and we work with moms. And even when they're still purchasing from us, like we have some moms from the very beginning, I know their children have probably aged out of what we would particularly say is like the age limit for our purees by one year, they're pretty much getting out of the puree stage. We found that they're just incorporating it in so many other meals, which I think is amazing. If you can find ways to add nutrients, then a hundred percent do it. 
And let's be honest, I'm not going to steam pumpkin in the morning to make pancakes. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm no one's sorry, steaming I'm pumpkin chef. in the morning. <laughs> I'm a passionate food-loving chef and I'm not going to necessarily steam pumpkin in the morning yeah. and turn it into a puree and add banana and then add my <laughs> spices and then still get my ingredients to make pumpkin. And if yeah, there's mums out there that do that, hat off to you. You're freaking amazing. But that's yeah. not what I'm going to do. I can barely even, like, get out the door sometimes. I know. That it's is hard. <laughs> really hard and you can actually really have a lot of fun with these purees you've seen me have a lot of fun I like heated one I heated your beautiful lentil one the other day in a little pot this beautiful little pot that I got from New York that's so small and it just sits on the stove with just the right amount of space and I popped an egg in there and I made like a shakshuka I made a lentil shakshuka the egg cooked through all of the puree and it just made like a little dish for him and he ate it and it was like variety it was like two minutes for me. Let's be honest. I probably wasn't going to make a lentil stew and then crack an egg in it just for no. pieces. So you really have created a guilt-free process for mums that are busy, unmotivated, don't love cooking. And I also forgot to mention your puree is actually amazing for people that have different health things going on. The amount yes. of stories you hear about from both sides, as you know with my son Hunter, the requirements for soft food puree eating after a mouth surgery and I know not every baby goes through that but there's still different things that mums have to battle with and are in and out of hospitals and maybe have treatments for their children like at all ages for all things and I'm telling you and I'm not out here to bash the hospitals but the recommended things that they offer you to go and buy like tin spaghetti jelly ice cream like one, I haven't even introduced dairy yet, let alone giving him ice cream and sugar. And I just loved that through that whole three-week period, that post-surgery care, I just absolutely demolished your purees. And I was like so grateful that there was a product like that. And I've contacted the Clef team and I'm like, every single Clef mom needs these purees because you don't have time to do anything. You're literally surviving. But then I'm also so aware of the mums that go into hospital. I know a friend that had to go get... um serious eye surgery a couple of months after her uh, baby was born and the whole stress of going in and out of hospital the last thing you're thinking about is introducing first foods and now that's also a great support for mum and or grandparents are sick or there's there's just life so hectic and then mums just don't have that space and can feel guilty and stressed and whatever and I feel like the puree comes in and just helps be a really beautiful support in that process and you don't have to worry about, am I feeding my kid the right things? And mum guilt's real and I just think you help eliminate. So real. (laughs) It's so true and I feel like as much information as there is out there and I think especially in today's world with social media, there are so many sources of information and you feel like you need to be doing so many things. But if you did everything they told you to do, you you would not exist. Like there's just way too much. So, you know, I always say like I even have some parents who get a little bit I don't want to say offended, but they feel guilty even feeding your, their child a pouch from the supermarket. But I always say you have to do what's best for you. Food is food. As long as your baby's being fed, no matter what it is, that's number one. But if there is an option and you have that option, then take the option. It doesn't have to be every meal, but at least you know you have something that's nutri- nutritionally sound, makes sense. And for those tough days, if you want something, you'll have it. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. 
so, so, so much. I feel like we've covered lots of different areas, really empowered mums to feel like there is another option. I know you guys are still a small company. Now tell us how many states are you currently delivering your frozen purees to? So we're basically delivering to the whole um, east coast of Australia. So I need to get my states down. I haven't been here long enough yet. Queensland. Queensland, AACT, New South Wales, Victoria. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we are, we're working currently on expanding outside of that with our courier right now because we've had a lot of requests for South Australia and Perth. So we're hoping to get to every mom we can to help them. Um, but yeah, the feedback's been amazing. The word of mouth or I say word of mom has been incredible. And we're just so thankful to have so much support. And thank you so much for allowing us to do this. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, you know me and the whole point of this podcast is all about empowered choice and options in a modern day world. And I think our roots was always to keep things simple, whole foods, yep. play outside, just be free, relax. Exactly. Like it wasn't meant to be overcomplicated. Um, and there's just lots and lots of options now for mums to nutritionally feed their babies and be happy. So yeah, exactly. So, so, so much. If people want to get um, in contact with you, you're obviously on Instagram. You've got a website, the puree. People can go yeah. over there, inbox you, connect with you, ask questions, whatever they need. Guys, if you're a mom and you're listening to this, honestly, even if you do love cooking, I'm telling you, there's just those days when you can't be stuffed and like, it's so good to have support and just on the run, or if you're traveling or if you're a road tripping type of person or a caravan girl, or you've got stuff happening emotionally in your life. This is a really, really, really beautiful, beautiful option. Um, for you so thanks so much Erin for hanging I love this you're so inspiring it's inspiring to see mums solving problems supporting other mums you're basically just here to be a big cheerleader for mums in their first foods journey exactly it's extraordinary it's come from your own experience and that's clearly why you've got so much passion for it so thank you so much thank you Um, Keelan thank you for what you're doing as well it's amazing Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bell and Beyond. Mama, I know you're so busy and your time is precious. So I hope today's episode has left you feeling more empowered around your choices and that your voice matters. If you have loved this week's episode, make sure you subscribe and get all the weekly updates. It would also be so awesome if you could leave a five-star review for this independently run podcast produced by this mama herself, And if you've had all the feels today and a mum's popped into your mind, jump over, send her a DM or share it on your stories. That would be the absolute best. If you have any questions at all, connect with me over on my Instagram at bellyandbeyond underscore and let's write or rewrite your story of motherhood together.